Welcome to the Meet Me podcast, a podcast all about our multifaceted human nature and constant journey through self-discovery with personal stories and insights around trauma, motherhood, relationships, spirituality, and individuality. I'm your host, Michelle Malik. Thanks for listening. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Meet Me podcast. As always, I'm your host, Michelle Malik, and appreciate you listening. This episode actually came to me after I finally decided to promote that this was a thing that I'm doing on my social media to people who actually know me. And I was really so touched by some of the responses that I received, messages from people who I knew in completely different phases of my life, some of whom I haven't talked to or seen in years and come from completely different walks of life, but were still able to resonate or take away certain lessons or inspiration from the things that I shared. And I am so incredibly grateful because of course that is part of the point of what I'm doing. I want to be able to share vulnerable moments and try to inspire others through some of the lessons that I've learned. But it's just so interesting and kind of funny how contradicting my thoughts or feelings around this entire process can be. I feel like it is so incredibly true when I hear things that are saying you're your own worst enemy because I am certainly always trying to talk myself out of things and you guys have no idea how sick to my stomach I get making these episodes and even worse when I actually put them out for people to listen to. I grew up hating my voice. I was told constantly by my parents that I mumbled or ate my words and grew up incredibly shy, nervous to talk to people I didn't know. I was just a very timid little girl. So anytime in the past I was considering making a podcast, I would feel that old version of me that would rather curl up into a ball and hide coming to the surface. And that version of me is still very apparent throughout this entire endeavor. In general, I am always in my head about things, overanalyzing how I'm coming off, what I'm doing, if people will like it. So before I had finally decided to just start, the things that were circulating my mind were typically no one cares what I have to say. There's enough podcasts out there already. I'm not smart enough. I'm not capable enough. I don't have the appropriate skills for something like that. Obviously, that is something that I worked through in order to get to this point of at least starting, but this episode has probably been the most difficult one for me to prepare because unlike my previous episodes where I'm sharing things that happened in my past and what I've taken away from those experiences, This is still something that is fully in my present that I am still constantly having to work through and of course have experienced these feelings before and can recognize when those are coming up but this has really forced me to admit to things and some of the limiting or negative thoughts that I have that I'm still actively maneuvering and and trying to overcome. So 
literally as I'm going through this episode, I really came to the realization of just how much this podcast is helping me in healing some of those patterns and behaviors by forcing me to trust in myself, to trust that what I have to share has value, to trust that I'm doing something good with my energy, that I have the ability to connect with others, really trying to, again, push through these limiting and negative beliefs that I've had of myself throughout my entire life. As much as I'm so again, grateful for the messages that I received. And please, I I love to hear it. I love to hear the ways that different things resonate with different people. As easy as it is for me to accept those through a virtual setting, I have had plenty of my friends bring up the podcast in real life. And usually I'm instantly looking for the exit door. Like I would rather not be perceived. I would love if this podcast could exist on like an alternate plane of existence from my physical body. So I never have to talk about it face to face with somebody or God forbid, accept a compliment. As much as I was working through these thoughts before starting this process they don't just magically go away and I have come to the realization that this is something I will have to probably battle with every time I'm making an episode honestly it really is just classic imposter syndrome at its finest which is something that I have always struggled with and I know just about everyone else has experienced this to some extent as well so I wanted to make this episode to really talk through the things as I'm experiencing it live time because there are so many places that these thoughts stem from so just like with everything it's always important to bring awareness to it and actively work towards a resolution and it's been really hard for me to accept that it is my own self that can get in the way of what I'm doing or trusting in my abilities I have felt some form of limiting beliefs or imposter syndrome through so many different areas of life definitely with every job that I've ever held I would say those first few weeks even months depending on the job where I'm still learning and trying to get a hang of things I always find myself having thoughts like I'll never get this down (laughs) I don't know what I'm doing everyone else is better than me smarter than me I don't belong here I don't deserve this job as time goes on I've always ended up figuring it out and suddenly the job duties just become like second nature. And I'm sure a lot of people can resonate with that because I think it's so easy whenever we're starting something new to instantly go to, this is out of my comfort zone and I'm not gonna be able to do it. But outside of just those instances, even in things like relationships, you know, friendships especially, constantly wondering if maybe I said something stupid, if I was at a party and maybe I overshared and going back home, cringing at all of the conversations that I had and cringing at myself that maybe something I said rubbed somebody the wrong way. But in romantic relationships too, I know that early on in my relationship with my husband, I was constantly worrying about what I would do to mess this up, how I would end up pushing him away. And so when looking at where these things stem from, of course, A huge portion of it is due to my childhood, which I've touched on quite a bit in previous episodes, but I grew up in harsh conditions. I was often held to high standards, talked down to if I didn't achieve certain things throughout my schoolwork. When I was thinking about where to go for college, I originally wanted to do fashion. I wanted to be a fashion designer or stylist. That got shut down. I even wanted to study psychology because again, I felt like I was able to connect with people and talk to them through their issues. 
that was also shut down. But even in my hobbies, like dance, which I did for most of my life growing up, even tennis, I would have these moments where I would think maybe I could do those things um, and pursue a career or education around those areas and try to create some sort of professional life around that. All of these things were redirected to nursing. <laughs> and I know I'm not the only Filipino girl out there who was also pushed in that direction. And I know plenty of nurses that actively pursued that and wanted that for themselves, but it was never something that I wanted. I never had interest in it, but was constantly told that it's something that I should do. So I grew up kind of feeling like I was being forced into a box that I just didn't fit in. And so that caused for a lot of confusion and doubt in myself throughout my life. You know, there's that Albert Einstein quote that I used to always resonate with deeply where he says, everyone is a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing that it's stupid. Growing up with these limiting beliefs placed onto me certainly built for a rocky foundation in the way that I viewed myself or my abilities. But outside of just the household and growing up, there were countless instances where I've been placed in situations that made me feel like I was undeserving of love or praise. I had my fair share of teasing growing up. I think I was a pretty easy target for those types of things in friend groups when I was young, um, certainly within family, but oftentimes I would be the butt of jokes in relation to my race, my appearance. I have a lot of beauty marks or moles all over my face. Even how I dressed, things that I said, you know, just all of these little things that of course, again, affected my self-image and self-esteem as a child through my teen years, even into adulthood, you know, those things haven't fully gone away. Other things that kind of play into this mindset are things like past rejections. In life, we'll all have moments where we don't get something that we want or we put effort towards something that ends up being rejected. I, of course, experienced this in the past with jobs that I thought I had in the bag that I didn't get, potential love interests that didn't reciprocate feelings, even again with friends who decided that they no longer wanted to hang out with me. That fear of rejection that comes into play and in how we navigate and move through um, attempting new ventures. This constant idea of, well, what if I do this and it doesn't work out or people end up not liking me or I get rejected. And outside of that, even mistakes. We're all going to make mistakes. We all have made mistakes. And so I feel that those past mistakes can kind of keep us from believing in ourselves as well because we're constantly waiting for the other shoe to drop. And mistakes for me are certainly a huge trigger. I still struggle sometimes with not letting them take full control of me or feeling like it's the end of the world because again, growing up, people pleasing and um, trying to do things for love and affection. When I end up making a misstep, I sometimes will just kind of spiral down this self-deprecating place as if I'm not human and not allowed to make mistakes. Social media is also a huge role in this. I think this constant exposure to seeing how other people are doing things seemingly, you know, with more followers, with more likes, it, it causes for this mindset of comparison constantly. And so that also diminishes what we feel we're capable of. 
And, you know, through all of this, of course, I'm talking collectively because I think that these things affect everyone to some extent, but I'm absolutely talking to myself because these are all areas that I feel I've been going against throughout this process, trying to overcome those narratives and be comfortable with who I am and, and what I have to offer. Just in general, I, I've i always been a bit of a self-deprecating person and I realize that that is inherent to my personality because of some of my life experiences and I think it's just a comfortable form of defense to say negative things about myself to get ahead of it before somebody else does but as critical as I can be of myself on the other side of things I try to be a really supportive friend to anybody who is looking for that kind of support you know I am constantly talking to those closest to me when they're going through a difficult time and making sure that I'm not making them feel worse if they made a mistake or a misstep. I'm always encouraging them to put themselves out there, try something outside of their comfort zone. So as much as I am that friend to others, I realized I really need to be that type of friend to myself to support myself unwaveringly, even when I undoubtedly will make mistakes rather than letting it take control and bring me to a downward spiral to allow those moments to bring awareness to the areas that need growth, but also to be a better friend to myself by patting myself on the back when I do something good and to be more accepting of praise and believing that I am deserving of it rather than running away anytime somebody wants to give me a compliment. And so I think a really important place to start when these feelings of imposter syndrome or limiting beliefs start to reach a peak is to look at what is the reality of the situation because I think it's so easy for our mind to play tricks on us and to look at things from past experiences and view our new challenges through those lenses. But looking at the reality of the situation, you know, in the example I shared with starting a new job, I always look at when I start to feel those feelings, did I earn this position? Did I get selected based on the experience I shared on my resume? Did I go through through multiple interviews in order to be selected for the role? And how long have I been in the position? Is this a normal timeline to be in training and to be learning and taking in new information? And every single time that has been the case. And so it kind of brings me back down to reality. So that way I understand that this is just part of a learning and growing process. In regards to my podcast, you know, as I'm battling these thoughts and wanting to stop this altogether, I ground myself in the reality that I started this for a reason. I felt called to this. I felt like I had value to add, to share, and that is something that I want to continue. Instead of letting fear of past experiences coming back around, controlling my decisions and how I move forward. Another place to look at is, of course, gratitude. I think that this is really where I spend a lot of focus when I have those negative thoughts because as imperfect as I am or my life may be, I do love where I am and what I've done to be in this position, to feel comfortable sharing things in such an intimate way, but also in the stability that I've garnered within my home. This is something that I will dive into a little bit deeper, I'm currently going through a pretty huge transition period. I actually just lost my job this morning as I am recording this, which was very unexpected because I had been planning for this episode um, well before this happened. But, you know, as much as I am in a transition period, 
I still feel so grateful for what I do have and what I know is coming for me. Of course, it's hard sometimes to not feel the weight of the responsibilities, the bills, all of these things that are going to require more security and stability. But I think that, again, trying to overcome that and, and look to a place of gratitude for what I do have, what is working for me. And also looking back at all of the moments in my life where I really thought I would never see a way out. You know, I can't tell you how many times I've been the lowest of the low, not sure how I would ever get out of it. And yet I did every time. And I know I will again. And I know that anybody listening to this who might be in that place or has been in that place, that you'll also get through it as well. Because it's just part of the life experience to go through things and transitions and transformations that essentially will just push us through to the next stage in our life. And so I feel that we are so trained to turn to self-criticism innately because not only with how we grew up, I think a lot of us probably grew up with people who criticized either us or themselves in front of us. And of course, living in this age of social media. So I don't know that there's necessarily a way to avoid these thoughts completely, but when they do appear, turn to gratitude because I feel again that imposter syndrome is typically driven by a sense of denial that we're not deserving of something good. And so it is actually a reflection of lack of self-love and worth. You know, again, as an extremely critical person of myself, I am hyper aware of how I'm being perceived by other people. And so I really try to find moments where when I feel like I'm undeserving, I try to look to what steps I've taken to be in this position and what I've overcome before. Once I start to pour that gratitude into myself for getting myself out of those situations and persevering through difficult times, it allows me to then look at not only what I've done, but what I still have to offer and what I can offer myself. So if ever you feel like you don't deserve something great or feel like you can't believe that a blessing is happening to you, just remind yourself of where you've been and where you are heading and working towards. You know, I, I fully believe that the people who are worried about where they're going to end up are the ones who have an upper hand from what they're worried about. Because at the end of the day, those who don't care in bettering themselves are not worried about where they're headed. And so although, you know, in my own life, this podcast causes for severe imposter syndrome thoughts constantly, even outside of just my podcast, with my spiritual healing work in general, I sometimes feel like a phony because I'm still in a healing phase myself. I still have moments where I'm triggered and handle things in not the best and most healed way. And so I just want to share this again to all of you listening, but for myself that it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to not be where we want to be yet. I think the most important thing that I'm recognizing within myself is that at least I'm still trying. Trying to learn, trying to grow, trying to evolve. And that effort does count for something. So as much as I have thought about stopping and running towards comfort and hiding at any chance possible, I'm going to just keep pushing forward. And if you're listening and feeling any of those negative thoughts come up, I hope that you do too. 
Thank you so much again for listening to this and bearing with me as I maneuver through these feelings. I'm sure, at least in my mind, I feel like it's pretty obvious that this episode was taking a bit of a toll on me, but I'm glad to get this out there and hopefully inspire those who are feeling this way to just keep pushing forward. We're all in this together. And I thank you so much again for all of the support that I've been receiving. I know it's still early on and I don't know, you know, how long I'm going to be doing this for, what it's going to turn into exactly. But again, I'm just putting one foot in front of the other and that's all we can do at the end of the day. As always, you can find me on Instagram at underscore Michelle Malik. I would love to hear if anything resonated, any feedback that you can share. Um, And I now have more open availability for private healing sessions. So of course, don't hesitate to reach me in regards to that. But otherwise, I can't wait to share with you again soon.